Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Rant Raven Read With Me. My name is Tessa, and I'll be your host, and this week's book is Fisher's Light by Tara Sivik. So I love this book. I actually bought the paperback because I liked it so much. Um, it is a second chance romance, small town. Um, our heroine's name is Lucy, and our hero's name is Jefferson, but he goes by Fisher. And they live on this tiny little island, and Lucy moved there with her parents, when she was 15 after her grandparents died and they took over running the inn uh fisher's dad is pretty much they call him king fisher because he pretty much owns everything on that island it's a tiny little island with like 3,000 people right and so it was pretty much love at first sight for fisher he he saw lucy he wanted lucy and he eventually won her over and so this like love story spans about 15 years and um He's older than Lucy. He graduates. He joins the Marines and Lucy waits for him. She writes some letters um, and their thing is like, just always come back to me. Just always come back to me. Find your way back to me. And so, uh, you know, and that's kind of what they they do. So they end up getting married. Um, He goes on. Uh, he gets deployed. He comes back. He gets deployed. He go, he, they go through five deployments and, um, the last one, Lucy was actually, like, each time he comes back, he's a little less her fisher, but she's there. She loves him. She wants to be a support system, you know? She's proud of him. She hates that he leaves, but she's so proud of the man that he is, you know? And he volunteers, I think, for the last two tours. It could just be the last one. And she was really upset about that, but he says that he can't stay home while his friends are fighting. And Fisher suffers from really bad uh, PTSD, but he doesn't seek help he start. he becomes an alcoholic so he's drinking a lot so his last his last appointment he actually got hurt and he got an honorable discharge because he got nerve damage in his, in his shoulder and no one ever even told lucy lucy didn't even know he was hurt because he didn't want her to know so he comes back and this is like the catalyst for them break like breaking up right now is that he comes home and he usually doesn't like her to see him in his military wardrobe I guess we'll call that his military uniform sorry his military uniform is not a wardrobe and he uh so he goes and stays at a hotel right before he leaves and then he usually on the way back he stops at the same hotel he showers he shaves he changes his clothes and he comes home well this last one that he got like honorably discharged and he's just a mess and he comes straight home he ends up having sex with Lucy uh, like in the kitchen and he's like really rough with her okay but she was into it the whole time and this is where like miscommunication is a big fallout for miscommunication but they were gonna have a fallout anyways so she's really into it she's thinking to herself like you know it's been i haven't seen him in like 13 months and it made her feel so like wanted and attractive that her husband couldn't even keep his hands to himself like as soon as he walked through the door okay well fisher thinks of it as a different way and like, he left bruises, and he feels like, I can't believe that I hurt my Lucy this way. Like, I kept, I'm, you know, I didn't even kiss her. I did like, so he's thinking he hurt her when she actually enjoyed it. Okay, so the next couple months, he starts drinking more. He's not talking to her. Lucy's trying to be there, and he, she said, and he's having really bad PTSD episodes. So, like, he'll all of a sudden think that someone's behind him with a gun, and he freaks out, and he goes, and he grabs for a gun. And so he's terrified he's going to hurt her. He's, like, terrified that you know, he's going to 
once she's gonna sneak upon him, he's gonna have an episode, and she, he's gonna shoot her or stab her, or, you know, kill her. He's he's terrified of this, and he and he does, and he knows he's hurting her with the way he's being, but he doesn't know if he he feels like he's so broken that he doesn't know if he can ever be normal again. So he essentially, I guess I should like back up a little bit because before this, like this book is present and past. So there's like some flashback chapters and you know, present chapters. And so he's already had some dreams where he's where like nightmares from when he's deployed in his home and like where Lucy tries to wake him up and like he like hits her and stuff. So he has a founded fear that he will hurt her and he knows that he's like that something's wrong. He knows that he's going crazy and he like and he doesn't know if he can ever fix it. Right. So but he feels like he's going crazy. So um Two months later, after the rough kitchen sex, Lucy says, well, maybe we should try counseling. Maybe counseling will help. And then, like, he freaks out. Like, he tells her that um, he hates being stuck on this island with her, that she's pathetic for waiting for him, that he didn't write her. Like, so she wrote him all these letters over, like, you know, five deployments. Like, it was, like, what, 10 years, something like that. It was, like, a lot. And he never wrote her a letter back. And he says that he, it's not because he didn't have time, like he told her. It's that he didn't want to and then he insinuated that he was sleeping with other women because she wasn't experienced and he was just saying like throwing all these knives at her but like in his mind you get his point of view in his mind of what's going on he's saying all these things but he's terrified he's gonna hurt her so he's trying to push her away because he doesn't want he doesn't want to hurt her sorry about that my husband can't seem to not call me when I'm recording I, I don't know why anyways so he's having this complete like melt like psychotic breakdown essentially like he feels like he's losing his mind and um he's been drinking all day and he just is terrified he's gonna hurt her so he's saying he's he's preying on all her insecurities and he's going back and forth and like any like all of her weak spots he's hitting because he wants her to hate him so that she will leave Okay, so he insinuates that he's sleeping, he slept with other women when, when he was deployed, that he just doesn't love her, that she makes everything worse, and that she's super pathetic, and all, like, all these things. And then he leaves, okay? So then he goes, like, on this drunken rampage through town, and he ends up, like, he destroys some storefront properties, but there's, like, this whole thing, he's having an episode, like, a horrible, horrible, like, delusional episode where he really thinks he's in a war zone okay so then he goes to the bar and he's even drunker and then like the I call it the town bicycle <laughs> so I was hitting on him and he thinks he's so drunk and he's so out of it at this point that he thinks it's Lucy he thinks in his mind that it doesn't smell like Lucy it doesn't taste like Lucy it doesn't you know but in his mind he, he wants it to be her so bad that he convinces himself that it is so Lucy shows up because his best friend calls and says you know I need your help what you know Bob his friend Bob because I need your help he's like destroying everything so she shows up to, to try to help him and then she sees him making out with that woman okay and that's her breaking point where she's just like completely devastated and she leaves okay so Bobby pretty much drags his drunken ass to the boat and he drops him off at the VA rehab center to get help because he knows what's going on. He knows he needs help and he's going to get it. Okay. So Lucy has heard kind of where he's at and stuff, but she hasn't heard from him. And she's like broken hearted, but she hasn't given up hope. Like she still thinks he'll find his way back to her and that they'll be okay. She doesn't think anything is not salvageable, even though he like really hurt her. He knew she's, she knows that wasn't her Fisher. Okay. So then she goes out to the mailbox and she sees a, 
an envelope and it has his writing and she's like all of a sudden filled with all this hope thinking to herself I know I was right I knew I shouldn't give up he finally wrote me this letter and it's divorce papers and oh my god like your heart just totally like breaks for her in this moment and she just she just has it she's freaked out you know she signs from right then and there and she's just you know like how dare you so 13 months later after he went to rehab and you know like at the VA he's at the VA, VA hospital for that long he comes back and um they're divorced and he comes back because he wants to win his girl back he wants to make amends and he wants to prove that he's you know he's better and that he, he he's the man for her and she started casually dating this guy and that makes him really jealous <laughs> And his dad is a real, real jerk, like a real jerk. And he's always insinuating that Lucy's a whore and he's only with, she's only with uh, Fisher for money. Like Fisher hates his dad, hates his dad. He's really close to his dad's dad, his grandpa, but he hates his dad. And Lucy's also really close with, um, his grandpa Trip, and he's rooting for him and stuff. So we have some push and pull, um, they eventually, like, he makes all these, like, he's a woodworker. He makes all these, like, lovely signs for all the people to replace, like, the storefront windows that he broke and stuff to try to make amends and prove that he's going to be a better man and that he's really sorry. He, um, keeps, he gives Lucy these, like, journal entries from his dire, like, his journal from high school, like, you know, when he first saw her and how much he, like, met and all that kind of stuff. And so he's like kind of warming his way back. She's still dating this guy. It's not really serious. She wants it to be, but like she wants it to be, but it's not because she just doesn't feel that way, but she's scared to trust Fisher again. And so, um, they, you know, it all comes to a head at a softball game and she's playing and, uh, she ends up like they dump this Gatorade over her head and she what was it like so the the guy she's dating proposes there and she pretty much tells him no but that was after they dump they dump Gatorade over her because she like hit the ball and she she threw her shirt at him because he said that she was being indecent and she got pissed and pretty much was like we're done Fisher got all but her thinking that she was going to accept his proposal like because he's an idiot and so that following night they're doing fireworks on the beach and She's down there and like people are like, did you see Lucy and what she did? And he, Fisher's thinking they're rubbing it in like, oh yeah, blah, blah, you know, like, yeah, I know she's engaged. Okay. Like just leave me alone. And he sees Lucy and then he makes some smart ass comment about like, oh, I hear a congratulations starter. And he, and she pretty much tells him like, if you were not such a fucking child and you pulled your head out, you would have seen me turn him down. But she, you are like, she goes, you don't want me. What did she, she said something along the lines of you don't want me but you don't realize you're the one who threw me back into this pond and he's like looking at her and then so she goes starts wading out to the ocean he's like what are you doing he goes she goes i'm throwing myself back in the pond and i'm hoping you're gonna come get me because apparently you're not like catching any catching anything i'm saying so he goes over there and they end up having sex in the ocean i'm yeah that's what they do and that's them getting back together they have some more ups and downs like for example like, he's really gentle, and Lucy wants more. Like, she liked the rough sex in the kitchen. 
and she knows he's holding back and so she finally like was pushing and pushing and pushing him and that's when they finally talk about the fact that he was so sorry that he hurt her and she goes you didn't hurt me and then she tells him all this so then that's when they get on the same page about what they want for their sex life and everything and they start communicating more then they run into the town bicycle where she insinuates that fisher slept with her in the bar after lucy left and like all these things and lucy got really upset and she like hits her it's pretty good she smacks her pretty good and then she kind of distanced herself from fisher again because she feels stupid and embarrassed and that like that he did that anyways and then he finally so he writes her a letter and it's a letter saying that you know that he's sorry and he loves her and that he hopes that she knows that like everything um that nothing happened there that he's telling the truth and that you know he will always find his way back to her because like she's his light and so um she goes looking for him there was like a storm and he was scuba diving so she's like on the beach crying thinking that he's dead because she's and that he didn't even know that she forgave him and loved him and everything and he comes up and she's all emotional and they you know have sex again and they they say they love each other it's really sad her his grandpa ends up dying from a heart attack that night and um they move back to their little cottage that they had that has been empty this whole time they end up renewing that well they get married again on their wedding their old wedding anniversary and it's funny and it's the wedding they wanted because originally his mom took over their wedding and it was this crazy fancy thing that she never wanted and fisher didn't want but they were too young and they didn't want to fight with her mom his mom about it so they have this beautiful wedding and that's it they live happily ever after and like i said like i really really love this book it's actually it's so low drama really like all the drama in it feels realistic like this like this is one book I've read where it's like there's no outside drama it's all emotional and inside and between the two people and it like it just it's like it's just a story that feels so so real like you could see it like playing out and it's not you feel like it could happen to to somebody in like everyday life and I love it I just I, I love this book and it feels like it just warms my heart and fills me with these warm fuzzy feelings at the end and it's a lot of people like got so mad at Fisher but it's like this is where dual point of view comes in and it's like I couldn't be mad at him like the things he said to push her away but like they were so mean and hurtful but he was so scared he was so terrified that he was gonna hurt the most important thing in his life so he was doing the only thing like that he thought he could do and then it's you know, thanks to Bobby, he got the help he needed. And then as soon as he was good enough, better, and he felt like he could win her back, he was always going to win her back, which I don't really know why he did the divorce papers, to be honest with you, except that he was probably still in this like state of mind where she deserved better. And it's like in his, like when he comes back, he thinks she doesn't even love him anymore. She's just thinking that he pushed her away, made her hate, hate him and that he, she doesn't even love him. And he's like, I'm going to win my girl back. I'm going to make her love me and I'm going to prove that I'm the man that she needs. And I, I loved that. I loved everything about this book, to be brutally honest. I have zero complaints. It's a five-star read. I read it, like I said, I read it over and over again. I love the cover. I just, I love everything about it. So that is what I think, that is like my opinion on Fisher's Light. Um, next week's book is actually, is a request I got and it is Smokey by Sam crescent which oh you guys this hero this hero yeah as always uh feel free to reach out with 
to me via email or on my Facebook page with any Rex opinions or thoughts. And until next time, I will see you later.